welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Spill, where we tell you what's real with reality TV. I'm Kelly. I'm Sam. And I don't know where we're... I was going with that, but we're drinking watermelon kind of mojitos. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. They are kind of mojitos because they didn't have... It's They're made with vodka because they ran out of rum, but it's fine. But you know what? I... You know, they have these to-go drinks now that are, like, the big 32-ounce, whatever. And I just wonder, how much alcohol do they actually put in them? Because I don't feel like I taste any vodka. I taste mint. I don't, but the last time I got this, it was with the rum. And let me tell you, I got the smaller one, the 16-ounce one. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of alcohol, so I wonder if it's just because it's vodka this time. We can't taste it. Maybe. Because vodka already absorbs flavor. flavor. So yeah. And it's pretty, it's, like, pretty minty, I think. Yeah. So, I feel like that's what's going on. And there's something else going on in it, but I can't pick, I mean, watermelon. I guess that's the other thing I'm getting is watermelon. (laughs) And lime. There's a lime in there. But I'm gonna miss this. Like, the, getting the to-go drinks from restaurants, but they might keep it going. I don't know. I think they should keep this. It's a good way for them to make money, and I don't really see, like, where is the risk. Yeah, Ted and I did talk about it the other day, and, I, like, my one thing was, like, oh, they can't send people home at, like, two in the morning when bars are closing with drinks. No. But have a cut off at, like, ten o'clock yeah. or something like that, I think is totally fine. I agree. Yeah, you just, like, set a time and, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And people who want to take, take to go for dinner can still do to go for dinner, because it's, like, I mean, I think for a while, People aren't going to want to go and sit in a restaurant. No. So it's a good way for them to still make money, but people to still be able to enjoy their drinks. Yeah. Because that was, like, one of the things I was missing a lot was drinks. And then I figured out that restaurants were doing this, which, like, helped a lot. Still not 100% the same, but still better than I can make. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I can't do this, so... Or, I mean, I can. It's just going to cost me way more because by the time I buy all the ingredients that a drink has because usually I don't have like what triple sec and like yeah. all of that stuff so it just and it, I don't know it doesn't taste the same when you make it yourself it just it tastes better I when will else makes say it. though those ranch waters that I made with the topo chico and the tequila and the lime were really good but this is my question how is it different, different than, than just... it was tequila with seltzer yeah. water I don't know <laughs> I haven't figured it out topo chico does have a slightly different taste okay because it's more, like, it's from the specific water source, and it's a mineral water, and it's very caffeinated. Not caffeinated, carbonated. Okay. So, like, it's more carbonated than your usual seltzer, which I think helps, but it didn't taste like just a regular... Seltzer tequila. Yeah. Does it taste like tonic water, though? No. Okay, because I hate tonic water. No, I don't like tonic water, and this Chipo Chico was the same as seltzer in the fact that it didn't have, like carbs or calories or anything like that. It's a good alternative. Yeah, I went through, um, I bought a four-pack of the Topo Chico's, and I went through all of them, even though I was just drinking some of them as just, like, regular seltzer. (laughs) But they were good. Kind of expensive. Would I do it again? Yeah. But only if I had to buy more stuff at Whole Foods. Which, how often do you go to Whole Foods? I am going to start going to Whole Foods more because... You can. They're, one, I can. It's going to be a little bit closer. Yeah. Two, parking is free, so it's not That's like I have to nice. worry about that. And then, also, their produce is always way more fresh. Like, it's a lot more fresher. 
and it's cheaper for most stuff. Hmm. Same with their meats. And I was able to get freaking chicken, and I haven't been able to buy chicken at our normal grocery store <laughs> since this pandemic started. So I always here's the thing. I'm just I just have such issues going from like non-brand stores to brand stores and then back because then I'm like, but now I miss the brands that I was <laughs> buying. Like that was my big thing for when I first started shopping at Trader Joe's. Hmm. It's like they don't have any. Like I don't know what I want or like because but Whole no Foods still has regular brands. Oh, do too. they? Yeah. Okay. Their three six five brand is pretty good, but produce and like meat wise, they're fine. Like you're not gonna find like I don't know like your normal brands there, but yeah. I do like Whole Foods. When I was living in New York, I would go there all the time. Down here, it's just if I lived in Herbert East, I would probably yeah. shop there exclusively. It's just not. Close. I heard they were putting another one in somewhere. They in that do. Area. So the current Whole Foods is like on one block, and then across the street is the new Whole Foods. <laughs> but what they're doing is kind of smart. It's going to be a bigger Whole Foods, like a lot more room. Mm-hmm. But with the pandemic, a lot of people are ordering in Whole Foods. Yeah. W- with Amazon, because they're through Prime. Amazon. Yeah. So through Amazon Prime, you can get two hour free delivery. Hmm. So. They're using the new Whole Foods exclusively for delivery, That's so smart. people can go in, like, the Amazon people can just do the orders and yeah. fill them really quickly, and then the other one they're using for people, and they're capping the amount of people in Whole Foods, so, like, unlike other grocery stores where you just go in, yeah. they have a line and cap you. Because that, that one's pretty tiny over there. Yeah, which makes sense why they can't do the big deliveries, so... Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's similar to what they're doing at Trader Joe's because I think most Trader Joe's are pretty small, small and narrow. They're narrow. So I know the one. In, I haven't been to a Trader Joe's in forever. I I love Trader Joe's though. They have so much good. There's stuff. There's none in the city. No, I know that's the problem. Yeah, but they have so much good like packaged stuff mm-hmm. too and pre-made stuff. Like it's great. It's just it's not convenient to the city. No, like when I was at work, there's what. One right there. Yeah. I used to go all the time, and that would be my, like, at work, like, once a week, I would do my food shopping, get it done, and now it's like, when do wh- when do I go? <laughs> I know. It's just, it's it's not convenient, but they do have so much good stuff. It's just sad. They need to put one in the city. They do. Harbor East, like, Harbor East or Canton that would, would be, be really good yeah. for it. I could see them so. putting one in Canton. They have plenty of room somewhere. Yeah. They can build out, like, where the, the Target is. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's a ton of stuff over there, and I'm sure, like, as bad as this is, it's, like, some of those retail stores are probably going to close, so yeah. throw it at the Trader Joe's, so. Oh, it's so sad. The Nordstrom Rack over there, like, just opened. I, I know. it's going to even be able to sustain itself. I don't know. I went in there once. It was pretty, pretty nice. The best one, have you ever been to, this is a real tangent, have you ever been to the uh, Nordstrom Rack at the Thousand Mall. No. Oh my god, okay, when we're allowed to go back to malls, you <laughs> have to go to that one. It is the best is Nordstrom it? Rack I've ever been in, uh, ever, ever, and I, my theory is because it's attached to the, uh, like, the regular Nordstrom. So they just get the overflow. Exactly, so whatever they, like, excess inventory, they just bring it downstairs. No, I haven't been there. It is the best one I've ever been to, like, amazing, amazing deals that you will not be able to find at any other Nordstrom Rack, <laughs> and I've been to... A lot of them. A lot of merchant racks, <laughs> and I've never found as good deals as I have there. No, I haven't, but I have recently done a lot of online ordering, which I'm not proud of, but it's not, like, exciting stuff. <laughs> so, I bought this, like, giant 
like back seat thing for the dog because I used to have one, but instead I went psycho because I don't want any dog hair in my car. Mm-hmm. And it's like a like a <laughs> it attaches to the back seat and the front seat, so it's like a little hammock thing for the dog oh, that's cute. and like zips <laughs> up. But you know. <laughs> You probably hear her. She's sick of this pandemic also. She is. But, yeah, so I bought two of those. One for Ted's car, one for oh my, my car. Gosh. It's huge. Like, we, it's literally huge. So Next funny. time you're in my car, you'll see it. Okay. And then I also bought four nail polishes, <laughs> which was kind of exciting. But I bought, they're usually $14 in the store, and I found a beauty wholesaler for $5. That's a good deal. Great deal. So... I'm still waiting for Ulta. There's no Ultas in Maryland that have opened up yet for curbside pickup, even though they're allowed they're to They're allowed now. to. But I'm sure they're trying to figure out the logistics. It didn't happen that long ago that they said that they could do it. Yeah, it's been a week. Yeah, so it's just, but is it just like a sad, I want them to do it. Like, I know hair salons are open, and I had a hair appointment originally in March, yeah. and I wasn't able to, but I don't know, like, I don't know comfort level-wise if I'm yeah. there yet. I don't because think I'm there yet. I know people were talking about, like, they got an email from their hair salon, and, like, if you aren't getting color, you have to come with your hair washed, because they're not going to wash it, and then they can't blow dry it. Yeah, I heard they can't blow dry it. And it's just, like, I can wait a little bit longer, just because, like, I like getting my hair washed. Like, that is one of the things I love about the hairdresser. Me, too. It's, like, I can't get as good a wash as they do it. No. Clearly, I still have a hair mask right here in my hair. It looks (laughs) greasy as fuck because I can't get it out. I really, I I don't think I'm there yet, but I just, like, want one so desperately because I feel like, you know when your hair, you haven't had it cut for a while, and then it just starts to get just ratty. Mm -hmm. That's that's where mine is right now, and that's why I did a hair mask. And clearly, I have to rewash my hair because I still have, like, (laughs) shit in there. (laughs) Right now, nothing is where I have, like, a conditioner hair mask and it's not even it's not working see the thing is is like i like buying the big bottles from ulta mm-hmm. but i just haven't done an order for a new shampoo and conditioner so like i'm like struggling with like the last bits and like i just have to do it and it's just like i'm not ready i just want i want curbside pickup it's like i don't want to pay for shipping i want to be able to just like pull up and you can put it in my trunk and then i leave yeah. And it's easy, because it's like, I'm running out. My hairspray, my favorite hairspray ever, they only sell it at Ulta, That's, it's done. It's kaput. I just want my hair to not be ratty. I don't know. But, but, oh. we have restaurants, restaurants are open seating. in Baltimore. So, you know what? That's exciting. I'm so excited. Outdoor seating, but like, there's not that many restaurants in, in Baltimore, city. in the city at no. least, that have outdoor seating, so like... I don't know where we're going. Yeah. Like, I, Tagliata, I would love a bowl of pasta right now, but, like, their outdoor seating is so tiny. It's so tight. They could probably have one table. Yeah, it's way too tight. Because Italian Disco is also doing outdoor seating. So, yeah. like, how, how the are fuck they are they, do they doing that? I don't know. They're going to be able to have, like, one table per restaurant. Like, I just don't understand. But I told Ted, like, I want them to work out the kinks. Like, yeah. figure it out. And then maybe we can go to, like, Tagliata or even Chop Tank. Chop Tank is bigger outdoor. Yeah, it's a And, like, maybe do something like that after we move. Yeah. As, like, a celebratory we moved. Or, like, even that night. Because we're getting movers. So, like, we shouldn't have to lift yeah. a freaking finger. Like, just box boxes and stuff <laughs> that can fit in our car. But yeah. the movers should do everything else. I think, you know what I've been thinking? Sandlot. 
like they have a lot of space. Mm-hmm. They could put more tables out there and not allow people to, to hang out. Just only put like tables. Tables, and you can and only they, be there for seating. Exactly, and they can space it out. That's enough how the it's huge. Tiki Lee's is. So that place looks like you can like maintain some space from people. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll figure it out. I definitely want like on the thirteenth. If you want to go out to dinner, or even on that Sunday, do a brunch and we I'm find there. a restaurant, we can figure it out. And they're taking all the precautions. They so are. I'm sure it'll be fine. And that will give them two weeks to figure it all out. So Exactly. And I think being outdoors, it's it's way different than being in a confined space. Like, yeah. From everything that I've heard, the risk factor of being outside is a lot less. To, did you hear in Atlanta, they, like, opened up and should have been, like, either 50% capacity, like, not full 100%, yeah. and they went, like, essentially balls to the wall and, like, just opened up, like, all these bars were just opening up. Oh, my God. And, like, they got, like, over hundreds of social distancing, like, the cops got hundreds of social distancing calls. No way. Because people were like, this is bullshit. <laughs> that is bullshit. Oh, my God. Interestingly enough, I saw something that said that Atlanta, like, their their infection rate is not going down, but it's not, it's, like, it's, it's not like increasing. It's, pre- it's pretty much just, like, staying the same a month out from being open, which is kind of interesting. That is. There was also that, so, like, nail salons in the in Baltimore can't open yet, but, like, hair salons can. Yeah. So, like, some nail, nail salons have opened and done, like, backdoor. No way. Like. I didn't know that. But. That's sneaky. You're going to get yourself shut down. Yeah, you want to ha- there's one place in Baltimore found out because she decided to leave her kids in the car, and it's fucking hot it's here. It's so hot. So, like, I was trapped in the car one time because Ted went into Royal Farms to turn the car off, and I was fucking sweating after ten minutes, and I'm an adult, and I could open the door, but three months old and a three-year-old. She lo- oh put them in the, left them in the car, <gasps> went in to get her nails done, then when the cops came... She got in trouble for that, and, and the then they got in trouble for being open. No one needs their nails done that badly. To leave your kids in a hot-ass car, yeah. that's insane. Bring bring them in. Bring, like, yeah, at that point, also at that point, you're already exposing yourself potentially to anything, so you might as well just bring your kids yeah. in. Yeah. If that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Not condoning I, it, but, like, if, if that's what you're going to do, then just bring your kids in so they're not sitting in a hot freaking car. I, it's worse. just like people are being so stupid. Literally, speaking of stupidity, the man with the machete. For for people listening, I already told Sam this the minute it happened. But I am on a work meeting on I don't know what day it was, but Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. who knows? All of a sudden, Ted takes the dog out. I'm talking to my team. Ted comes in, goes, "How do I report suspicious activity?" And I look at him, mute my phone, and I said, what? <laughs> he goes, well, there's, like, a man walking around with a machete. I was like, no, you, he's like, do I call 311? I was like, no, you don't fucking call 311, you call 911 because you don't know if he's dangerous. <laughs> and it wasn't, I know everyone's like, oh, he's a landscaper. No, he was not. He, it was literally raining. It, there's no trees in front of my house. No reason to be walking around. He was wearing jeans and a backpack and carrying around a machete. I read in Citizen, some guy said he talked to him and he was harmless, but he didn't call the police. He did call 911 again just to, like, get them to come out. Well, check him. Yeah. 
You can't walk around you with can't. a machete. You yeah, can't. I'm sorry. Not in today's. I mean, not in any climate, but in today's climate, no. Ted you had, just can't. Ted had to walk next to him, and he's like, "I didn't say anything, and I just walked by because like." Ted had already taken the dog out, so he was already on the street. I was like, why don't you fucking cross the street? Like, yeah. he's like, well, I thought it would be too obvious. <laughs> so? I'm sorry, there's a man with yeah. a, like, giant blade coming at you. <laughs> and oh I popped God. out, and I saw it. Like, it was a huge freaking thing. Oh, God. And then the crazy. cops, like, question, like, asked me a million questions. Like, I don't know which direction it is. I don't know where north, south, east, yeah. west is. It's walking towards the water. Oh, towards the Inner Harbor. No, just the water in general. Not the Inner Harbor, just the water. I live right next to the water. I don't... Not that way, this way. <laughs> it was just, like, trying to explain it. It was just, like, very complicated. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I hope that man got the help he needed, because very clearly you need help if you're walking around with machete. 9.30 in the morning. That's early. That's an aggressive time to be walking around with a machete. Seems more of, like, a 10.30 at night. Not... No, that I feel like that's a little more scary, but, like... Time appropriate. Yeah, it's time appropriate. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's scarier, but and it's course, time Tech appropriate. And of course, Tech was like, he was wearing a mask, and all I could picture was like a, like a Michael Myers, like, yes. Halloween mask, and Ted was like, no, it's a Corona mask. And I was like, well, I mean, at least he's so, like, trying to take proper precautions <laughs> yeah. while he kills people. That's what, when you said to me he's wearing a face mask, I was like, wait, is he wearing like a, like a white face mask? Like, he's <laughs> Michael in the Myers, like, eh. yeah. That's why I, had, I had to clarify if he was like, a Corona mask? <laughs> And Tim was like, no, like, a white, like, corona mask. And I was like, okay, well, at least that's, like, a little bit better. Like, yeah. he wants to be safe while potentially murdering you. He's trying to be considerate. <laughs> Doesn't want you to die of coronavirus. Yeah, of the machete. <laughs> I can't. People are going freaking insane. In they are. Everywhere, so. Uh, help us. But I'm moving soon, so. Well, I'm just moving to another part of the city, but, you know, I'm moving soon. <laughs> Um, speaking of insane, do you, so, Sophia and Scott broke up, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think they broke up because of, like, the stress of being together in a quarantine? I think that they broke up because they are just on very two different life paths right now. She is so young. Yeah. She's way too, I have said this from the beginning, I like, I do like them together, but I just think that there's too much of an age gap. He has three kids who are all growing up, she's still basically a kid. She has a lot to yeah. go through, and he's been through a lot in life. I also feel like if they were to get married and everything, Courtney, I don't think Sophia would ever feel comfortable, no. one, with Courtney, and two, if Sophia ever wanted to have kids. Yeah, I just don't see that. I, I never saw that happening either with the two of them, and I feel like, I mean, I don't know Sophia, but I think... There are a lot of women who do want to have kids. Yeah. So I just never saw them having kids together either. Somebody, I read somewhere too that uh, people are saying Sophia may have been, un- not uncomfortable, but just like, it was tr- it's triggering for her to be with somebody who has substance issues because Nicole Richie had substance yeah. issues, so she's dealt with that in her family and maybe Which it makes too sense. much. Exactly. I wonder though, like if it they broke, like if they knew they were gonna break up pre quarantine, or like it just like kind of like Happened. brought everything to light of yeah. like now we're stuck together and we can't really do anything, and mm-hmm. now I'm realizing that I'm like over this. So 
I think they had a, a good relationship, and I feel they like... Had, like, they were together for a, a while. while. And I feel like she did bring out a lot of good in him, and he yeah. was, like, the most calm that he's, he's been in so a long time. He's so much more grounded. Yes. So I think that she was good for him, and he was probably good for her, vice versa. They were in each other's life for a reason. Yeah. But I don't think... I never saw it being long-term, so it's it's sad because it's just, like, the dissolving any relationship is sad in some way, but I think it's probably for the best. Do you think um, Scott posted pictures of being on vacation? Yes. Courtney's also on vacation. Do you think that they will rekindle, even if it's a rebound, rekindle Uh, something? (laughs) I think that they will rekindle definitely at least a rebound, just because at the end of the day... They have such chemistry, and like they were together forever. They have three kids together, so obviously they like to go to the bone zone. <laughs> <laughs> the bone zone. <laughs> Obviously, like, they like to sleep together, so I think that they'll have some sort of rebound. I, I'm i very conflicted about them together them as together. a couple. I mean, hey, he's better than Eunice, so like... Oh, 100%. But, like I said before, when they're really good, they're a really great couple, but when they're bad, they're just toxic. Yeah. I feel like, though, if Scott could keep his... But Courtney's now, like, on this path of, like, self-destruction half the time. So, like, I don't know if she would be the best influence on Scott. So, like, because Scott finally is grounded. I don't know. Courtney... uh, Not Courtney. Chloe and Scott should have always been the couple. I agree. Like... They have such good chemistry to them. (laughs) But I don't know if it's more in, like, that brother-sister relationship or, like, if they... If if he didn't get with Courtney and got with Chloe first, like, would it have been different type thing? Because, like, they always balance each other so well. Yeah, they do. But I feel like Chloe has too much, like... I don't know what the word it is I'm looking for, but she just, like has too much, like, boss energy, like, in a good way. I was gonna say BDE. Yeah, she does. (laughs) She has such BDE in the best way, and I just feel like he also has so much BDE that it would be too much together. Yeah. But she also goes for guys with B... Like, who think they have BDE. Yeah, that's the problem. Who think they have it. (laughs) But... And then Forbes put out that article that Kylie is not a billionaire. She's a 900 millionaire. Which is basically the same. So it's just like... $100 million is a lot of fucking money. (laughs) But at that point, it's like pennies. Exactly. At that point, it's like, we have bigger things going on right now that Forbes, I don't really care if she... They're trying to lighten the mood. But it's just, it's like, there's a different way to go about lightening the mood. Like, how about some actually nice news? Not... (laughs) Kylie's a fraud. (laughs) Kylie is not a billionaire. It's just so, it's so irrelevant. It's really semantics at that point, and I'm not Kylie's number one fan, but it's just stupid. It was a stupid article, especially to come from Forbes. I feel like during this quarantine, there has been a lot of Kardashian news, and not, like, news-worthy news, just, like, in the news news. Like, even though, like, Chloe changed her face. Like, yeah, it's called fucking Photoshop. Oh my god, that was bad, though. (laughs) She looked like a different person. It was so bad. She was Chloe Kardashian. It was like not even like I get face tuning a little bit. But, but that, that was like that was let me just like plan. swap a foot yeah. on here. Exactly. That was like face in a hole. 
it, it was just, it was way too much. And people defending it. I don't know how you can defend it. Like, I don't know. I don't know what, I, okay, she wants to edit her photo. That's fine. Do whatever. That's defending it. Not, that's her face. She looks like that. No, she doesn't. Because then she goes on camera and looks completely different. It was just, it's next level. And it, this is the issue I have. When you facetune yourself that much, it sends this message out to people who don't know any better. Like, the way I look is not good enough, yeah. and so I need to put something on social media that looks nothing like me to make myself feel better. Yeah, and that—that that is like that's where I start to have the issues with it. It's I, just like it was so bad. Exactly, especially because she had just posted a picture of herself on like the like a uh, story. Exactly. It it was the degree to which she face tuned it. I don't have any issues with a little nip tuck here or there. Like if that's what makes you feel better, yeah. Then okay, but ch- changing your face it sends out a bad message. It really does. Google imaging someone else's face and putting yeah. it on your own. Bad message. <laughs> oh gosh. But hey, that's how people on 90 Day Fiance <laughs> find fiancés. Yeah. First of all, I need to talk about David and Lana and how they are not a couple. Because there is zero I'm chemistry. starting to buy in more to that, like, theory that Lana's, like, agency made her go on the show because people were, like, they saw the show and think it's fake. so you, Or think you're fake, so you have to go on the show. Totally buying into it. There is zero chemistry. She's so uncomfortable. Every single time he puts his hand on her. Why is he touching her like that? Like, you're bowling. You don't have to hold her hips. But that's like a classic flirting move. Yeah, if the person wants to flirt. Yeah, but here's the... In his mind, thinking about it from his mind, if this were real... In his mind, she's all over him. (laughs) Yeah, in his mind, she's all over him. They've been talking for seven years. Who knows what she's saying for seven years... Would you go on your first date with a man in a sweatsuit? No. No. Not a man I was interested in. Going bowling. Like, it was a full date. Going bowling. He picked her up, went bowling, went to a nice restaurant, and Uh she's in a sweatsuit. A man I was interested in? No. No. It was cute for, like, a Saturday morning stroll to the market. Yeah. Not a date with a man. Listen, I don't go on a... A date now in sweat a sweatsuit. Yeah, if Ted and I were gonna go on a date, I wouldn't go in that. No. I'd be like, oh, this is we're going out to dinner? Okay, let me put on something nice. Yeah, I go on a date go on if dinner. If we're gonna now. grab coffee, okay, maybe. Like, that's fine, but they weren't grabbing coffee. It was the middle of the freaking day. Her coat also didn't match her outfit. No, it didn't. It didn't There's a go. lot going wrong with her outfit. It was so just, that's like a clear signal to someone that like I don't want to be here, so at least let me be comfortable. It was just so uncomfortable, you know. It was like the bet where he she he gets to <laughs> give you her get a kiss. A strike. If, yeah, she he gets a strike, and then she's like, she gave him like a kiss you give your grandma on the lips, or your grandpa, or your grandpa. <laughs> it was just like a no nothing kiss. It was ridiculous. And they were like clearly taking pictures for the visa, and yeah. they said it. A million times. Like, Wait in. someone at U- U- USCIS, please watch 90 Day Fiance, and if you see David and Lana pop up, Denied. reject. Like, those were all fake-ass <laughs> pictures. 
it's just it's just so ridiculous. There, it's either it's her agency or she's an actress. But even and if she was an actress, she would I think act, act a better. little better. Yeah. <laughs> but like even like she was like, or maybe it's David. David's like I just want to spend more time with her. But like she said, she's busy. Someone that you've been talking to for seven years that you're madly in love with, you find time. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Ted was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to well, be able to Well, we were doing a long distance thing. If he was just like, yeah, I know you're coming to my state, but... <laughs> but I'm going to be a little busy, so I think you're just going to have to sit in my uh, apartment by yourself, hang out for a while. I'm going to go and hang out with my friends, and I'll drop in when I have a second. Also, she definitely speaks English. Yeah, I think she does, too, because there's times where it's, like, it doesn't seem like he's putting anything on the phone. But she's, like, I understand English, but, like, then she speaks English. Like, she's, like, I know a few phrases, but it's, like, perfect English. Yeah, it is. So, I think she does speak English, but she has to keep up, because she's, like, I can't give you my number because, like, I don't speak English, so (laughs) if we just go through this app, it translates for us, and he has to pay to still text her through the app. (laughs) Conspiracy. (laughs) It's so ridiculous, and... They're translator apps. <sighs> Google Translate, and then send. I appreciate other languages, but it's not great for, like, when I'm not paying attention, because then I miss the subtitles, and I'm like, I don't know what just happened. It... I appreciate her hustle. I... You listen, I appreciate it, but TLC, you're lying to me. This is not a love story. And then... Then the producer, or whoever, like, asked her in Russian or Ukrainian, I mm-hmm. don't know what she speaks, but... Yeah. She, he was like, how much money has David sent you? She goes, can I answer the next question? <laughs> just no, like he sent her a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's very fitting that he was used to be a professional bowler. Like, it, it just fits him. Except he couldn't get a strike. <laughs> but it was 30 years ago, so I, I'll give him that. But I'm just fake. It's just a fake storyline. Watch him get married. <laughs> there is no chemistry. They'll get married for that for the visa. visa. That's it. For for visa purposes only. Because there's nothing there. And then Lisa and Usman, they're getting married. I, okay, I don't sorry. I that either. Rewind. Why does she need him to propose to her when they're getting married the next day? That's what I was thinking. I was like, isn't proposal already implied? Like, you're getting married. Like, the proposal, like, is saying, like, oh, I'm proposing to you to get married in X amount of time. Like... It's unspoken. I don't fucking understand. Like, that's not how I want to be proposed to outside the bathroom. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. It's like... Well, I'm like, so... I have to find my toothbrush. This is so unromantic. She literally just is half in the bathroom, half out. And this is the least romantic she's way. she's crying to the camera, like, he really loves me. <laughs> but here's the thing is, I really think that she does actually care for him. I and think he does. He I think she does. And he's just like, okay, fine, I'll propose to you. He's trying to be an American superstar. And that's about it. Little did he know, missed the cutoff by, like, 20 years. <laughs> He's just a local celebrity. Oh, that was such a good burn, Lisa. I will give you that. And, like, I honestly am on Usman's side, though, when, at the end of the episode, where they're sitting down with his family, mm-hmm. and, like, he views them as his elders because yeah. they're older, and she's like, can you help us with all these problems we're having in our relationship? That's awkward. It's awkward. Two, one, it's awkward. Two, you don't know them. Yeah. Three, it's a day before your freaking wedding. And four, this is the first time you're meeting them, so you want to spill all of your dirty 
air all of your dirty laundry? No. There are just so many red flags here. It's just like somebody's waving a red flag. Like, like do not go through with this. Yes, big red stop sign. Do not pass go. And they're just like looking at past that. Which is so sad because like Michael and like that couple is real. Where like Lisa and Usman, I don't know why I can't get behind them. Because... I I think it's authentic on her end, and it's not authentic on his end, which is why they clash all the time, because they're not on the same page. Maybe. I don't think he, he, I don't think he has any genuine feelings for her. I think he's solely in it so he can get to America and advance himself, and I think she does care about him. Where, at least with Michael and Angela, you can tell that they both genuinely care for each other. So... In defense of Lisa, the things that she asks him about are annoying, but... I put some of the things that she does also are just like, hmm, I probably wouldn't have done that if I was you. I mean, I wouldn't either, because I don't really like to cause any (laughs) issues, but... I just think that he does not give a shit, and it's like... I feel like she's trying to make him give a shit. In all the wrong ways, though. Yeah, in, in all the wrong ways. And it's just, I don't see how it's going to work. Yeah. It's, well, obviously it doesn't. It doesn't, spoiler alert. But, but that's um, why. I think the only real couple, honestly, or at least couple that I could see together long term, is Ash and Avery. I think they're both mature. A, mature. And I, I wasn't sure the about show them in the middle. lacks half the time. Yeah. So. In the middle of the season, I was like, I don't know if they're going to make it. But I think at the end of the day, they both are very reasonable and understanding, like, we both have families. We yeah. live far apart, and it's selfish and unrealistic to think that one person can just up and leave their child. And it's not just families, it's, like, young children. Yes. So I think that's a very mature and practical idea. Like, you know, you come and spend a couple months here at a time, I go and spend a couple months there at a time, whatever. Honestly, like, I applaud them for doing that because I couldn't do that. Go, like, months and months and months and months without seeing my significant other. No. It's not even just, like, it's three months, like, he can only come over for three months and then has to go back and, like, renew his visa. And, like, she can't, like, those flights are expensive. Like, well, not right now, but, like, (laughs) you can't predict a pandemic. (laughs) But it's just, like... I respect them for that, because that's that's hard. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. So, I think... But it's sad, because who knows if it will even work out, because he was saying he needs to get his Australian passport, mm-hmm. and it, it could take, take up a to a year. It's a long time. Yeah. But I think that's worst-case scenario. Yeah, I think so, too. Which is, like, all right, now you're going to be worst-case scenario after all this time, <laughs> or always best-case scenario. But anyway... I I do like them together. What about Big Ed? Oh my god, I have to tell you, I didn't watch it. He's so annoying. Did you see everything online, though? No. He slid into Juliana's, from Michael and Juliana's, DMs. No way. How is this discovered? Like, clearly, Michael, I think, posted... I'm trying to find the article, but, like, Michael, I think, posted it (gasps) because he was fucking livid. But, like... 
it's just like one of those things of like yeah like one he has a type and two like no that's so disrespectful also michael looks nothing like big ed so you're barking up the wrong tree big ed i just like he's annoying me because he's like i don't know what i could have done differently it's like a million things a million fucking things i get to this point with them where i'm like you're not with a couple you're not gonna be with a couple Ooh, I'm sorry, you guys. This is really boggy. <laughs> the watermelon's where the vodka's hiding. Yep, that's where the vodka is. Wow. Now we know. Now we know. Maybe they had the, like, watermelon sitting in the sitting vodka. In it. It's so vodka Take one. Oh, no. You have to try it now. It's so vodka Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's there. It's there. It hits you. You're like, okay, this isn't that bad. At first when I, oh. And then you're like, wow, Ooh, this is a lot I, of vodka. At first when I bit into it, I was like, oh, it's not bad. It just is carbonated. And then I bit slower and it hit my tongue. And I was like, oh, I see what Sam's saying now. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> like, a slow release. It's like distracting vodka. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But will I eat the rest of the watermelon? Probably. Probably. Because <laughs> that's where the vodka is. Yeah, I love how you're like, I don't think this drink's strong. (laughs) I know it is. Found it. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay, going back to him. I don't know what I was saying, but I have this, oh, no, I have this thing. It's like, if you're not a couple anymore, I know it's clear you're not going to be a couple. I'm done with you. I'm over you. Darcy, that whole thing. Okay, it was sad, the whole thing with her brother. I felt so, like... I was so bad at TLC because I was yelling at the screen like, "Why are they on the camera?" And then they go to the <laughs> the grave, and I was like, "No, I feel like an asshole." <laughs> yeah, it was really sad, but it just was like, "Not what is this? What does this have to do with 90 Day Fiance?" Literally nothing. nothing. Literally nothing. But so apparently, since Big Ed's season aired, mm-hmm. um, he's been trying to text and DM Juliana because, and then. People keep calling him creepy, thirsty for attention, and, like, what did Michael is coming out and saying things like he's not a good guy and, like, all of this stuff. And, like, if he is trying to text Juliana, like, that, like, you you know they're together. We literally saw their marriage. We literally, know, they post all, all the, the time, time yeah. on social media about them being together. And, like, everyone knows that they're genuinely in love. Yes. Do not text Juliana. Mm-hmm. Juliana does not want you. You are not Mr. Stelio girl. No. Not Ed. No, not at all. But I think he, like, tweeted or put it on Instagram about it, so. He's obnoxious. Um. Is there anybody else? I mean, Erica, but, and Stephanie. But I'm over them, too. Me, too. All that happens is she goes home. She doesn't tell her mom anything. Literally, the only couple that works out is Ash and Avery. Which, sort of, it makes sense in a way, because they're similar in age, they have similar lives. And we said that from the beginning. Yeah. Everybody else, no surprise. Not shocked at all. You have to, like, chew it fast, and just get it down. (laughs) That's that's the strategy I've come up with, with the watermelon. When you're expanding it, it's not as bad. Sorry, guys, I was eating another piece of watermelon. Yeah, it's just, you just, like, chew it up, and, and you're like, like, okay. it's honestly not that bad. I think it's also just weird, because the the watermelon's a little carbonated when you first it get is. into it. Yeah, it's the carbonation, and then the vodka hits, and you're like, okay, this is a lot happening, so I'm just gonna chew it up. Um, 
but yeah, 90 day, kind of over it. Me too. You know what? Casey Give me real couples. <laughs> exactly. Casey asked me the other day, she's like, do you like this better in 90 days? Like, honestly, I think I like regular better because it's like, I know they're couples and you're not wasting my time. Yeah. You, but sometimes, like, the other way will work out because, like, they're couples and, like, these people are trying to live in a different country and, like, you know that they really want this to work because, like, they're choosing to live in, like, a third world country yeah. at that point, but I don't know. We'll see what they do because they're stacking episodes now, so. Ugh. Anyways. Alright, what's next? We can do either Real Housewives or The Challenge. Two housewives. Beverly Hills or New York? Um, let's do Beverly Hills. It's pretty quick. Okay. So, same drama, different week, essentially. It's over and over and over again. But it's also the same way as New York, too. It's, you know what? But not everybody in New York is annoying me. Everybody in Beverly Hills right now, they're annoying me. They really are. I don't think I like one person. I I kind of like Sutton. I was about to say that I like Sutton, <laughs> which is weird because I did we not like her at all. On the first episode, like I don't like her. She's <laughs> full of herself, and now like we've totally changed our minds on Sutton. Yeah, she's the only one that is literally reasonable in yes. all of this. She had one little freak out that one for two seconds, and yeah. Erica's like, "You're in my home," and she's like, "I know, I'm sorry." Erica fucking hates Sutton. She does, and I just think she is so reasonable. She's like. She is so relatable, and she's like, that when they get into the one fight, and she's like, I went to bed feeling so tense after a fight like that. And I couldn't sleep. And I couldn't sleep, and I was and like, I was that's like, so relatable, because I would know be exactly how you're feeling. Yeah, I would be so I would have gotten the worst night's sleep. Yes. But. I would have woken up feeling like, oh my god, I don't know what's going to happen today. I don't even want to go downstairs. Especially being new. Yes. And not even, like, she's just a friend of at this yeah. point. So... She is just coming out relatable. Crazy 180. 360. I don't know what the term is. 180. 180. 360 is a circle. Okay. No, I do like her. Garcelle wasn't in the episode. Like, my mom had a good point about Garcelle. Like, she shouldn't have been a housewife. She should have been a friend of. Sutton should have been a housewife. Yeah. Yeah, Sutton went to... This was all my mom's, you know, piecing together, but... Sutton went to Teddy's thing. Garcelle didn't. Sutton goes on this trip. Garcelle does Like, there's a ton of stuff that Garcelle's just not involved in because she's too busy. But, but I feel like she's a bigger name, and that's why they made her housewife. Because Sutton's like... I don't even know who Garcelle is. Like... I don't, but... I mean, she was in Come to America. That's a pretty big movie. That's what Ted said. Ted watched it with me. Clearly. Because he, um... If you guys caught this past week's episode... Erica Jane is wearing a um, blue jumpsuit, and if you've ever seen the Freaky Friday little Dicky music video, <laughs> he also wears a blue jumpsuit, and he kept calling Erica Jane little Dicky. <laughs> she does not look like little Dicky, but that is pretty funny. I he was watching at least <laughs> he was the house in Napa, beautiful, amazing. That was gorgeous. It's like, <laughs> of course, me. I'm like tall at night. It's but it has eight rooms, so it could sleep. 16 people, so if we get 16 people, split it up, only do, like, one or two nights, so it's totally doable. It's not bad. No, I mean, if you get a full house, that's not bad. That's how I found, I'll show you this after. Okay. I think I may, may have showed you Beautiful House in Austin, 
if we got enough people, it's amazing. Like, that's the we thing. should go. If you got like a big enough house, you just have to fill it up, and then it's not that bad, mm-hmm. and it's worth it. But it was gorgeous. I feel like not much happened other than fighting. 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 They go to that. I'm over this whole thing with Denise and the threesome. It's like, honestly, I am sort of team Denise on this one. Like, yes, she is a sex symbol and this and that, but like, you still, you're not going to talk about threesomes. In yeah, front of but your she kid. also shouldn't have had the kids there. Like, if she knew it was going to be filmed, like, you know the escalation with these women. So just remove the kids. But Erica had a good point of like, oh, well, what was the conversation? Because it's not like she was like, Mom, I'm scarred. You guys are talking about threesomes. It was like, no, Mom, we thought it was really funny. Like, it's just like a different conversation. Erica's taking a little bit too far with like, bet her kids have had threesomes. It's like, we don't need to go there, Erica. First of all, what is her daughter, like 15 years old? I think she's like 15. And But the thing is also like, she's like, Oh, yeah, my kids have definitely never seen that video of me. It's like, no, they definitely have. They probably have Googled it. I'm, so. I'm sure. I mean, maybe not, like, her, not maybe not, like, Eloise, who's eight years old. No, but, but like, when they get older. When they get, exactly. So, I'm sure. But it, it, was, it was another level. And then Rena with the freaking book and... She's like, well, at least I taught them how to give a good blowjob. It's like, so okay, like, I don't need to go there this either. Is, like, escalating very yeah. fast. It's just, like... I, I don't know. And then Kyle's always crying. I'm like, I'm annoyed with Kyle, and I love Kyle. I'm, she's annoying me. Dorit's I, annoying I just, me. like, Dorit always annoys me. She's she's annoying me. Erica, like, she's not super annoying me, but some of the things she's saying, it's like, all right, I don't think we need to go to that level. I get where she's coming from, though, because it does seem like Denise is just, like, very judgy, and, like, that shit doesn't fly with Erica. No. And, like... Denise herself is, like, not exactly... She's not a prude. No. She's she not very about open ha- about sex. And if you're going to talk about it on fucking uh, Real Housewives, your kids aren't going to see it, really. Yeah, your kids are going to see it. It's cable. It's freaking cable. You're talking about getting your husband happy endings, getting yourself happy endings, like... Yeah, it, no. it's sort of a double standard, but I could... I, 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 the one point, on the one hand, I can understand it. Yeah. I... I don't know. Um, nothing else really happened. No, exactly. That nothing. It was not that exciting. The whole thing with Teddy. I we were also to this thing with Teddy and Kyle and it being weird. Blah blah blah. blah. Just admit it's weird. Like it's not stop? weird. It's, it's just not weird. They're friends. They're best friends. Drop it. It's just like a no nonsense. No, it's like a no nothing conversation. Yeah. It's pointless. Over it. Okay. Um, New York. I know you didn't watch this past week's I didn't episode watch last, night. last night. Amazing, but like in a weirdly different amazing than it usually is amazing. <laughs> it's just Leah just like does not vibe with this cast. And my cousin keeps making jokes like she should be on Mob Wives and not Real Housewives. I could see her being on Mob Wives. But I, what happened last week? Last week? I'm trying to think what did happen last week. I literally just watched it. Oh, I, they first they go to the spa, and oh my god, they're like Sonia so appalled. She's what did she say? I'm below 14th Street or something like that. I'm and like, she's like, "There's graffiti." Yeah. As someone that like grew up below 14th Street, that was like normal. Yes, please. Like, she's like, I avoid these places. She acts like she's in a third world country. 
Okay, Sonia. And then Tinsley wouldn't... No, Tinsley was way worse. Tinsley wouldn't put her stuff in the box, wouldn't t- do anything. No, she would not. And this whole thing, I am just getting so annoyed with Dorinda. I love Dorinda, but she's, she's wrong this whole season. She is... She's clearly very unhappy, but she's taking it out, and it's misplaced anger. It's... She's taking it out on everyone. On anybody she can. No reason. The whole thing, you know, they're trying to squash the situation. And I love Leah for saying, like, listen, there's this elephant in the room, and we're going to go on a trip and pretend there's nothing. Like, we need to talk about this. And they're just like, I'm not judging. That's it. I'm over. Which is a no, again, like a no-nothing conversation. And I think she's, like, bringing, she even said, like, maybe it was this past episode, they... Was there a therapy session with Dorinda? Oh, yeah, she goes to see a life coach. Yeah, so he even says, like, is it... She talks about, like, cleaning out the house and, like, all this is bringing up all yeah. these other emotions. And, like, we go to... This episode, I know you didn't watch, but they go up to Rhode Island. Yeah. And they're staying at a hotel where her and Richard used to stay. So, like, it's just, like, everything is digging up these emotions for her. I get it, but it's just, like, it's not an excuse. And she's no. just, she's taking things out on people for no reason. And every time anybody tries to just tell her, like, you're going for the jugular on everything. And she just brings other people's shit into I it. I love how Ramona tried to say that phrase. Did you catch that? She tried to say it. She's like, every time you just go for the jug below the belt. And, like, it's like she didn't she know, know what to say. So then she switched it midway through and it, like, didn't really flow. But. <laughs> but she's not wrong. And then, you know, no. Dorinda's like, well, you would know that better than any... Which, okay, Dorinda's not wrong, but it's not the point. We're not talking about Ramona being and, an asshole. And she's like, well, you brought up something that happened so long ago. It's like, yeah, but that's still an example of, yes. like, you literally looked at Luann and said, like, well, at least I never got arrested yeah. for it. Like, It's pertinent to the situation. Or at least I don't have a mugshot. She's giving you an example of how you continuously are doing it. I just... I, I couldn't deal with it. And then... What's the other? So then, the other big thing, I think, is they go to Ramona's for that party. And Ramona called Sonia fat. <laughs> Which, Sonia's not fat. But it's just, the thing with Ramona is she doesn't even register, like, it's rude to no, say that to somebody. she doesn't. She's just, like, in her own little world, and yes. that's all that matters. I think she thinks she's being constructive, but it's not helpful, and it's not nice, and she's yeah. not fat. And, like, yes, did Sonia put on mm-hmm. weight from this season to last season? Yeah. Yeah, but Ramona called her fat. Like, there's a totally different look. Yes. There's a, especially, it's, one thing if it's unsolicited. If your friend is like, Have I gained weight? Yeah, Yeah. have I gained weight? Or like, what can I do? And also, like, every single time now, like, even in this episode or, like, last episode, I can't remember, but, like, Ramona will make these comments to Sonia of, like, oh, we have to work off all of the, like, bread that we ate. And it's like, Ramona, please stop. (laughs) It's just rude. Not to mention Sonia looks perfectly good. Yeah. I mean, her, you know, her work on her face, not as great, but she has aged a lot since yeah. last season. But... I think that's just bad Botox yeah, or something exactly. going on. But She's not fat. No. But then, they get, I don't even know how the fight started, but Dorinda just brings up this whole thing. Dorinda basically brings up the thing about her calling Sonia fat, about her bringing you know, going after her in front of a group of people. Meanwhile, Dorinda is going in pro- going after Ramona in front of a group of people. It was just... At like, her cocktails and conversations. It, it, was a, it was just a ridiculous fight. And then, 
There, you can tell, and, like, what I love is, like, it was a very New York-style apartment, like, they're, <laughs> like, it's not, like, you can see, like, it's, yes, it's a luxury apartment, but, like, still the hallways, and then they bring yeah. the fight out into the hallways, and I was like, the fuck is going on? Like, I was so bizarre, I was like, what do you think these people, her neighbors I would be are thinking? so mad. And, like, I had just watched Beverly Hills before that, where they get into the fights, but they're on, like, acres of land (laughs) because they have houses. And then you get here, they get into a fight, and it's like, oh, let's go out into the hallway near the elevator. It's just, like, so different. It was so ridiculous. And then Ramona and Dorinda were both just trading low blows, and Dorinda's like, well, you know what? You've been dating how many men since you've been divorced, and you can't seem to land one. And then Ramona, she knew exactly what she was saying, and she was like, well, I'm sorry that... Richard's anniversary of, of passing is whatever. I don't know how many every year it was. Like, that's a low blow. It's just, like, they know where to... That's the difference with this cast. They've been together for so long, yeah. they know exactly where to hit it. Exactly. They know it's going to rouse somebody up. And I will say, Elise is trying the hardest to be a housewife. Oh, wait for this fucking episode. Until you watch last night. <laughs> I'm done with her. Like, some of the stuff she said, I was like, mm yeah, I get it, I get where you're coming from, but don't. Like, she said something about, like, uh, Leah's kids, or who are 12. Like, it's just, please don't. She's trying so hard. She is doing the most to be a housewife. When she goes, when uh, Dorinda and Sonia leave, and she's the one who follows them out into the hallway. Mm -hmm. And then finally Ramona comes out, and Ramona is the worst with these, like, crocodile tears that she does. It's like, you are not crying. No. It's... And that comes up this, like, we will go in depth on this episode next week, but, like, once you watch it, it's just, like, she, one, she's pissing me off. Like, they're all pissing me off to Tinsley, now that someone's like, oh, yeah, she screeches, like, that's all I hear yeah. every time Tinsley talks, so they kind of need a recap. Like, I love them. Yeah. I love Sonia. I love Ramona. Could I do without Tinsley at this point? Yeah. Luann's pissing me off. Dorinda's pissing me off. I just feel like they are not at a point where they're all happy with each other. No. And they can't even recast it because, like, you can't recast it without getting a full new cast. Because, like, there will be such an age discrepancy. I agree. I just, I don't know. All of them, none of them seem like they're friends right now. And that's the problem. I think the magic that has always been about New York is that they are actually have these existing relationships, yeah. especially after all these years. And, and I think the only existing relationships right now are Sonia and Ramona, Elise, I guess, is kind <laughs> of in there, and maybe Dorinda. Like, yeah. Luann is, like, was there at one point, but, like, I feel like she's been on the outs, yeah. so. And it's just, like, even the existing relationships, they, like, half like each other right now. Yeah. And... In this past episode, Leah keeps calling um, Ramona mom. I'm like, I literally can't. She's like, you're my surrogate mom. And I'm like, Luann finally turns to her and it's like, can you please stop? <laughs> you have to, like, it is literally, the title of that episode encompasses that episode. Like, there's too much of an age discrepancy, I think, between Leah and the rest of them. I really like Leah. I think that she just, like, brings a very interesting energy and and no bullshit energy but I just think that she's she I mean she is actually from a different generation yes different generation but also just like different up like 
Tinsley works, even though Tinsley's younger. Yeah. But it's because she's, like, from the same, like, she kind of has that, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, Leah does, yeah. And Leah doesn't have that, and, like, she brings that to the group, and I don't think the group likes it. I don't think, I just think it doesn't jive, but I really do like her. Yeah. But watch the episode, we'll talk about it next week, because, like, a lot happened in a short amount of time. I just, we're going to watch it, and I feel like I'm going to get, like, this new view on Leah, and I so far love her. No, I still like her. Okay. I still like her. Does she have a drinking problem? Probably. Do I think she got way too drunk at a clam bike? Yeah. But she had a lot more, like, underlying things that she, like, talked through that totally get it. So. There's this whole, she put out that tweet, this whole story about how, not a story, but the backstory is that she wanted her sister to come mm-hmm. because she was going on a trip with these women that she doesn't know that well, so her sister would make her feel comfortable. And it was, like, multiple times she had... Ramona said her sister could come, and then she uninvited her, and then she said she could come, and then she uninvited her. So I think that's I still think, part of it. Yeah, but the way she asked, like, if I wanted someone to come on a trip that people didn't know, I would call a few days before and say, yeah. hey, can this happen? Not while we're on the Sprinter van up. Like, it's just like, and it's like one of those things of like asking your parents for a sleepover next to the person. It's like they don't want to look like an asshole, so they'll say yes. But when they think about it, they're like, no, I don't want that to happen. So I could go both ways. Okay, but the challenge. I'm glad we're back to normal formatting on. Having a challenge and having an elimination. (laughs) I love when it's just all in one. Especially double eliminations. Yes. And it... Okay, I don't want to skip all the way to the end yet. But so we have the challenge where... It did look kind of scary. It looked scary, but not hard. No, not hard. Like, it looked a little scary because you are dropping into this hole and you have no clue, like... But what's as below you? the first person I get being scared, but yeah. after like so many people go, like you're, like, okay, you're fine. fine. Like you see them come out, and yeah, it's fine. Fessy drop, not Fessy. Swaggy, Swaggy C. Again. That was the most pathetic. That was so sad. I like worse than Nelson. And Nelson's yes. was bad. And Nelson, his was so. And Nisa is so fun. She's like, you have a life vest on. Why are you acting yeah. like you're drowning? He DQ'd so so fast in the safety DQ. It was amazing. Ugh. I Like, he doesn't have to do anything. Just stop flailing and you'll yeah. float. Like. The other thing, every single time, it's so bad. Every time they do a challenge and I see Melissa, I'm like, oh. I know. Oof. How, the thing is, like, you can see sort of in interviews, her face is definitely getting fuller. Like, her boobs are getting bigger. It's mm-hmm. like, how did you not tell something was going on with you? I don't know. That's crazy. That is, like, a worse fear. It's like, you're pregnant and you don't know you're pregnant. But... At least she found out before the baby popped out, so... Oh, my true. She, she's not going to be on an episode if I didn't know I was pregnant and she delivers a toilet baby. But the challenge, like, didn't seem that difficult. Like, it was just a time. No. The puzzle, puzzle seemed the hardest. Yeah. Like, people were getting caught on that. And Josh was, like, annoying the fuck out of me as he does every episode all the time I can't here's the thing is I feel like he means well it's just he's an idiot but I don't think he has bad intentions no 
Unless it's Wes. Yeah. <laughs> I just think he has this, like, silent, like, one-sided feud with yeah. Wes, and Wes is like, <laughs> I just think he doesn't know any better. And, like, I forgot who it was. He turned to him and was like, it doesn't matter. It's a girl's challenge. Like, it's fine. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> the challenge itself is not, like, I did feel, quick note, terrible that Big T had to hobble oh God, her whole yes. way down the hill on the grass. People were like, come on, hurry up. And then for TJ to say, oh, well, you know. <laughs> You're out. And, and she has to hobble back. And they showed so her, sad. like, slowly walking and, like, limping her way up. I was like, oh, this poor woman right now. <laughs> I I actually really like Big T. I did. I hope she comes back. Me too. She's very endearing. Uh... The, so then, so they have the challenge for, for who's so the tribunal is Wes's team with Wes, D, Nani, Bailey. Mm-hmm. I am there's a fifth person. I I don't, don't recall. I think it was a guy. Might have been a girl. No, Corey. 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 So yes. So those are all the people that are in the tribunal. I didn't want Bailey to be in it, but honestly, she didn't really make no. any waves, so it I was wasn't D. upset. It, it was, was D. Literally Who, D. It, is gonna throw in her number one person. Jenny. She said Jenny. Why would you tell Rogan? Why would you tell Rogan who who then tells Jenny? But also, that is the worst move you can make because if you throw in your number one person, nobody ever on a challenge we'll is gonna trust, trust you. you again. Yeah. And also your number one person, if you're gonna throw them in, shouldn't be the strongest girl in the house. No. Because she's gonna come back with a vengeance. Yeah. It was just so so many types of wrong. She is just really trying to test everybody's nerves. She thinks she's hot shit. She's like, I have to win a second time in a row, like, all this stuff. And it's like, you're not going to do it because you're shooting yourself in the foot right now. Like, (laughs) I think it was Wessie had some tweet that was so funny. It was like, I've created a monster, and much like Dr. Frankenstein, I'm no longer proud of my creation. (laughs) And it's just... She has become this mom. I really liked her last season. I liked her last season. And I don't know if it's, like, the plastic surgery along with, like, not that she had, like, just, like, a lot of fillers and stuff. Like, she's morphed into this new person, and, like, I'm not here for her. No, I want nothing to do with her. But this is the issue I have. So, Rogan tells Jenny. Then they go to the bar. It's like, Nothing happens. Yeah, this is a perfect opportunity. And Jenny even says, like, she's not looking me in the eye. If she votes me in, I'm going to be done. But she should confront her. She should confront her because she know D is too much of a freaking little bitch yeah. to vote anyone in. So, so she should have confronted her. Yeah, but it was nothing. Instead, we get this stupid Josh Swaggy C fight. <laughs> it was pretty funny when Josh gets up on the bar. It's like the bartender is like, "Please, sir." <laughs> it's like, "What are you doing, Josh? There is no point to this fight." Then Swaggy C and Bailey leave. Like. It was just all stupid. And they play the song. It's oh my god. That was, was like, amazing. And like, what was it with the noodle throwing with Anissa and Nani? They played another sad yes. song. Like, they are on point with the music this season. They are. They're trolling everybody so hard, and it's amazing. That was a really nice bar, I will say. It looked really fun. It's the same bar they go to every single week. Is it? Yeah. I like it's just like they filmed it from a angle. different angle. Usually it's this way. This is. This I liked way. it. I liked the the light up bar was fun. It's like oh my gosh, it was, it's like so much fun. Um, but yeah, that fight was ridiculous. Then we go to like the voting in. There was no drama there. None. Anissa and Casey were like, 
And done. That was the shortest, like, voting ever. Yeah. And I have to say, I really like Casey. I respect her a lot. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm a rookie. I but I want to get the shit it. done. Yeah. Like, I want to prove it. I want my red school, so I'm going to go in. Yeah. She's very respectable. And I also respect Anissa for, she's a veteran, and she's like, you know what? People think that I don't give a shit. Like, people think I'm not up to this anymore, and I want to show people that I'm here to play. Yeah. No, I like that they both wanted to go in. Then we get to the voting in, and, like, they voted it. Like, they even said, like, one, it's just going to be one girl that ends up not getting voted in. Like, the whole Jenny conversation, like, I wanted Jenny to bring more, and I wanted someone to say something or like Jenny to say like well Rogan told me this and again nothing nothing it was just so it's like what was the point of bringing this up if you're not even discuss yeah. it it was stupid I hope it comes up later and I hope so too I, I think it will the entire like undertone also not undertone but there's like this also sort of backstory with Jenna and Zach and Zach and she wants to go home but she doesn't want to go home but she wants to go home and Zach didn't pick up her phone call, and it's just, like, I know he's sitting there. And it's ridiculous, because it's, like... And I get it, it's stressful. She's, like, I don't even know if I have a home to go to anymore, because he pulled that whole, like, well, it's my house. But it just makes me annoyed, because it's, like, Tori wanted to be there. I know. And you took her out, and now you're, like, I don't know if I want to be here. If I was Tori, I would be so pissed off. Me too. And Nani said that off-camera... Wes and Jenna made this deal that she wanted to go be in the uh, the vote from the tribunal. So it's like clearly she it was definitely more so on her mind. Like I kind of want to go home. I think if she had lost, she would be fine with it. But she's not the type of person that wouldn't put up a good fight. And she did. She was yeah. going for it. She was the machine, just like throwing shit out. Which so it's her and Nisa, and it's Casey and Kayla. Because if she just stood, stood there, like, lightly picking up, like, people would, it would be, be like, obvious. But it was, like... It was close. Coming down to the freaking wire. Yeah, so. I didn't know who was going to win. And it made me think, was Kayla really bad, or was Jenna really good? Because Kayla had so many balls left. I know. Jenna only had, like, what, four or yeah. something like that? I think Jenna's just, like, like hides her, like, she's very she's built. Yeah. And, like, you wouldn't be able to tell. Like, she's, like, a Tory. Like, they're both yeah. lean, but, like, have a ton of muscle mass. Yeah. Where, like, Kayla, I think, is actually just, like... Lean. Lean, but she's a good competitor. Like, I yes. think if it was, like, a like a long-distance, like, running yeah. thing or, like, a puzzle, she would have been fine, but this was, like, actual, like, weight lifting. You could, she, was, she looked like she was struggling from the beginning, yeah. where Jenna... Jenna, Nisa, and Casey, none of them looked like they were struggling in the beginning. So, but it was very interesting, you know, Anissa and Casey are the ones who put themselves in, and they both win, and then it was interesting that Jenna and Kayla are the ones that lose and go home, and I think Bananas is like, I hope you have, I hope you're, you have lives to go back home to, because they both are ones who their relationships are in turmoil. I literally can't. But... I feel like we're coming up to a purge soon also. Well, TJ said we're that they're through. more than halfway through. Yeah. So I think definitely we're getting to the point where he's going to be like, all right, this is the last time to go. You know, this many people will get red skulls. Mm-hmm. If you don't step it up, you're not going to you're the challenge. Yeah, yeah, you're done. You're purged. I'm surprised, like, Wes and Johnny haven't, like, they're going to, I feel like that's going to fuck them over. I agree. I, I don't know how they haven't gone down because I think that they can beat a good majority of people. Yeah. 
it's a risky, risky move. But I am excited for trivia next week because it is always the best episode because TJ just cackles the entire time when he launches people. His laugh. Like, it's such, like, an evil, like, ah, got you. <laughs> it's the best. I love when he laughs at people. It's like, he lives for that. Oh, yeah. He's like, I made a good challenge. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I feel like that's pretty much it. We have trivia yeah. soon. Like, not challenge trivia. We're not not sign up for that. <laughs> but, like, Zoom trivia. <laughs> so, which, you know, way less stakes involved. Yes, much less aggressive. <laughs> Like, not being launched anywhere. If we don't get it, we don't get it. So It's not a million dollars on the line. We're not even competing for money. Just for a good time. Exactly. Just for fun. Um, but I think that's all we have to spill this week. I don't think there's anything else. I just want to hear an update about Courtney and Scott. I feel like that's just keeping me through the quarantine at this point. I think if we hear anything, it's going to be a while. It's going to be on an episode. They, yeah. they hold their shit down. They do. They Maybe hit a pregnancy. So, um, but don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Weekly Spill. And you can listen to us anywhere major podcasts can be heard. Bye. <laughs>